Yo, what's up? It's the Performance Academy Podcast. My name is Zach Rowe. And I'm Joshua Rice. And so this is episode one. Now, you know, this has quite the story behind it. We've done we've done a couple podcasts, but those those are in the those are in the trash can right They're now. They're lost in the ether. Your ether. Yeah, ether. Something like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, we did a couple podcasts. I mean, damn near like a year ago at least. I was yep. I was kinda joking with my parents. I was like, it only took us like a year to figure out how to post uh, or how to host podcast and get it uploaded yep so we've done a couple but dry um, runs they were yeah they were so long ago i don't remember what we talked about this kind of whatever at this point i think it was better to start fresh um so yeah i've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time uh i listen to a lot of fitness related podcasts um obviously jerry is the inspo watch that all day every day what's what is it what's the thing Jerry, uh, uh, no, Train by Day, Joe Rogan Jer- Podcast, Joe Rogan by Night, no, Joe all Rogan day. Po- <laughs> well, you butchered it. But <laughs> That's it, right No, there. it's Train by Day, Joe Rogan Podcast by Night, all day. Oh, And uh, extra trivia bonus points. Who said that? Nate Diaz, dog. Word. Um, so, there you go. Um, but also like the Mark Bell Podcast. I'm a fan of them over there. Uh, Sacramento, I believe he's based out of. Super Training Gym. Um, and so, I mean, I guess we'll, this, this is the first legit one we're doing. Let's just do, like, our backgrounds. Sound good? Yeah, uh, sure. You hit it, Josh. You talk first. Okay, I've been playing. I've been an athlete my whole life. Played soccer. Um, and then now I'm just doing a little bit of jiu-jitsu. And then also uh, weight training, um, resistance training as well for the past, oh, six, seven years now, I guess. Wait, how old am I? <laughs> six, maybe? Six years, maybe? Um, and I'm just kind of interested in sport performance and how lifting and uh, training can help influence, I guess, specifically something like jujitsu for myself, uh, but also helping others as well. So that's kind of like a quick summary of me. Okay. And I've also played sports my whole life, mainly baseball growing up. Uh, I did a little bit of everything, but baseball, and then also I, I did swim in high school. Um, that's kind of what the main sport that got me into lifting because we we started lifting um for that so that was when i was about 16 so i've been lifting for about six years too i wouldn't say all of that's quality because we were doing some dumb shit in the high school gym true uh you know like before practice or whatever but um nonetheless and um yeah you know i'm a trainer at the lakewood ymca i've had my sir i just reserted like a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. so I've been certified for over two years now, um, and at the beginning of the year, I got my health coaching certification through ACE, so that's pretty cool, I haven't been able to really use that as much as I'd like, but just working on it, it's hard to um, market that, Yeah. but I feel like once I kind of figure it out, it'll be easier in these times, because, well, we'll get into it later, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like I should also mention that I am also a trainer at yeah, the YMCA. <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. We're both certified through NASM. It's a little relevant, and we're also finishing up this year um, our kinesiology degrees as well at Cal State Long Beach, so. Yeah, you have one more class, yep. and I have like three, so. Pretty much done. But. Yeah, pretty much done. Uh, tired of that. It's nonsense, but. All right, so what are we talking about today? Okay, so, um... I figured we kind of just start with what's going on with our fitness as of right now. So if you're listening to this way into the into the future, um, it's you know COVID times, you know these COVID the Rona season as they say. Rona. And um, I'll just start off. You know, at the beginning of this quarantine, we've talked about it, but I was really sh- like, right before it, we were both like lifting like just pretty steadily. Mm-hmm. I was doing five six days a week. Um, shout out Dr. Mike Isertel. I was following his, um, his, uh, programming design for hypertrophy. I really enjoy his, his outlook on program design and I was just super obsessed with that and doing a lot of that. And then I was at the very end of my second muscle cycle of the year and quarantine hit and gyms got closed and I was like, just really bummed out. I was lacking motivation to really work out. Um, kind of getting back into it, but I've been cycling a lot, dude. Did you see my... I did. Dude, my, one of my clients, uh, got me a road bike, so I, I only had a fixie before that, and I was trying to cycle from Long Beach down to Seal Beach, 
13 minute, 13 mile round trip, and that shit was hard. Damn, I got you a bike. That's pretty sick. He didn't. Well, he didn't give it. Get give it to. Me. Well, he let me borrow it. Mm. But um, see, so yeah, I was trying to go. I was doing the Long Beach to Seal Beach down the um, San Gabriel. Uh, riverbed. Yeah, riverbed. It's not really a river. It's more of like flood channel, but. Um, that's our river around here yeah basically it kind of turns into a river eventually yeah, a little bit, so. it's like not completely uh, concreted out it eventually turns into a river All it's right. a nice little ride down there yeah and so but more of the stories I got a road bike that shit is so much fun dude yeah do you have like a road bike or I got like a beach a... cruiser man oh you can't keep up yeah dude. well I ran down there I ran down to oh, yeah, the beach you're doing that yeah, <laughs> yeah so. when you're training for your marathon that counts yeah nah yeah um, road bike would be cool Dude, I mean, so much fun. I just, I don't even, I don't even understand. It just takes me back to like middle school or whatever, just riding around with bikes and just like going to your friend's house or whatever. But I like to go fast, dude. Like yeah. I, went, I went with my friend, Danny. So I, I went down with him one time. I had my fixie. And if you've ever ridden a fixie, it's it's challenging bike to go long distances because, you, you know, it's a fixed gear. So you got to keep pedaling and you can't switch gears. Obviously, just one. So... I went down there. I was struggling a little bit, but I mean, it was whatever. I was. It was like it wasn't that big of a deal. And then uh, we went last time, and uh, with my new road bike that I, my client let me borrow, and I was busting his ass. I was going so fast, and he was just like, <laughs> he, he was just. <laughs> then he started to blame it on his bike, and his bike isn't as good as mine. This that, and the other, but I was like, whatever, dude. I'm trying to go fast. It's so much fun just to like, just just haul ass. Haul it, yeah. And dude, I mean. I'm not even a legit cycler yet. I'm just getting into this shit. But those people, those, look, just, you don't have any business being out there, bro. Like, I hate saying that as a newbie, but, like, there's some just very large, out of shape, unathletic people out there mm -hmm. just cruising four miles an hour. Like, mm -hmm. just, I mean, bro. Well, they're on the riverbed. Get, get yeah. the fuck out of the way. Get out of the way, though, you, you know? You go around them. There's I do. I do. I blast by them. But it's yeah. just, like, it's frustrating, dude. Well, they're trying to get it in, right? I mean, are they, though? They're going so damn slow. It's uh, just like, some of them have electric bikes. My friend, she has an electric bike. Yeah. I'm like, what's the point of that? That's a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. That's a motorcycle, basically. You're not even pedaling. No, yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I got hella burnt, too. Jeez, look at um, you. And I put sunscreen on twice. I'm not I'm not much of a sunscreen guy, That's but rough. I put it on before, and then also go... Uh, before coming back and I still got burnt to shit but that's just that's just what's going on right now I'm super into cycling do you, do you, you don't really follow Brandon Schaub right you listen to the I mean, fighter, fighter and the Kid no podcast? just means on, J on Joe Rogan well I listen to the Fighter and the Kid and he started this new thing because he started getting into bike, cycling like at the same time as me but he lives up in like the um, the hills of like Los Angeles so he started this new thing called the Thick, Bi Thick Boy Bike Club are you familiar mm -mm. okay so he's he's a big dude. He used to be a heavyweight in the UFC, uh, and yeah, he started this thing called the Thick Boy Bike Club. But he like mountain bikes because he's up there in the hills or whatever. And I wanted to be I wanted to join so bad, but I was like, I'm not thick, you know. <laughs> I'm not thick at all. <laughs> I'm trying, but like I haven't been lifting weights like I should be, you know. That's so I'm funny. I'm not even I'm not getting any thicker. And biking really isn't helping because it's just like no, it's you not. know, I burn like a thousand calories there and back. Yeah, you know. I'll, I'll, you know the cold stones right down there on Main Street. Mm -hmm. I'll eat a, I'll eat a love size of ice cream, or um, last, <laughs> or last time we went, uh, I got a burrito from the El Burrito place, mm. El Burrito Junior or whatever. Burn that off. But anyways, yeah, I just want a super tangent there. But anyways, um, yeah, fit, fitness during the Rona is tough, but yeah. you got a bit of a setup here. We've worked out a few times. I do. I have a with, little bit. Of a, and I know you, like within the last week or so, fitness has been a little tough. Yeah. Kind of keeping up that motivation. What's going on with you with that? Yeah. So I kind of have some equipment here at home, like a squat rack, like a bench press. Uh, it has a primitive cable on it, uh, some dumbbells <laughs> and whatnot. So I have enough going to like keep a pretty good uh, free weight program going, I'd say. Um barbell training and whatnot, but um, then I, I'm trying to gain weight too, and I got up to, uh, I gained the first five pounds I needed to roughly, fairly quickly, or five-ish pounds, and I've kind of been stagnating since, and it's just because like the amount of food I have to eat, it's, it's just a ridiculous amount, it's like 4,500 calories a day, yeah. um, 
I was the, gotten burnt out. The game way, the hardest part is eating all the food. Yeah. So my programming was like, like on was really good. But then I also I feel like psychologically I've been like uh, stressing out a little bit. Like I've just been stressed and like it's negatively been like affecting my performance and my motivation. Because like I'm not someone who like like I like I love working out. Like it's kind of like part of like it's a well it's kind of like my passion. Like the art of doing it and like the science. Like I love all that. Um, and like usually like I like pushing through like the times when I don't want to work out. But it got to the point where like like the last week of my training, like I started getting like sick like during before and like i just like like a couple times i actually threw up but i just put it down to some other stuff but then like i went to go do legs and i kind of got queasy right right before i started doing it like, i just really didn't want to do it at all and i was like yeah i gotta stop man like this just isn't good like i feel like if anything like you know like i could be stressed out like my cortisol could be off the charts right now like, i could be more yeah. catabolic than anabolic like yeah. i'm just not having a good time like i need to just deload and just step away for a little bit and do some other stuff stretching and whatnot maybe and rethink I want to do because I originally like planned on like quarantine if I, well, I didn't plan on quarantine but I plan on quarantine being over like like a couple weeks ago if anything so yeah. I planned on changing my my whole routine and getting back into jujitsu and like doing power training and competing soon like within the next month from now but that's not going to happen so like in jiu-jitsu? yeah so it just kind of threw everything off for me like I just uh, I just feel like I needed so right now I'm still taking a break and next week I'll probably go back but I'll either probably lower my frequency or put in some more power or strength training and cut my frequency and just uh, dial in on my eating I think but, interesting yeah interesting. so stress is that like COVID related or just kind of no, what, what do you what do you attribute that to feeling like I mean I guess it's COVID I'm not worried about the virus at all but just the fact that like financial no not 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 financial just like I'm trying to make things to uh I don't know like I get a little like anxious if I'm not being productive um, but like at this time, like it's okay to not be like the most productive. Like I'm still, I am being productive, but like I have so much free time in my day, you know? Yeah. Like which it's normally fun, would be full with school or work. And then, and then I do my other productive things in the other times of the day, but I don't have that. So like, I just like, I get a little, feel a little bit guilty or weird if I just sit around and I feel like this week, like I'm starting to like get comfortable with just slowing down a little bit more, which so I think that's, that's starting to help. Yeah. I, I definitely, uh, I feel you on that. Um, with so much free time, it's just even if the little things you do are doing to be productive, it doesn't even fill that much amount, that much time. Yeah, you still have a lot of free time yeah. on top of that. So, so I've I've just been doing a little bit more like research into the things that I want to do now, and just kind of getting a better idea, and just kind of like resetting, um, in a sense, so that I can hit the ground running. But yeah, I just need a, a break from it because I'm someone who loves fitness, and if I start hating it or like not wanting to do it, kind of despising the actual working at workouts. And that's when I knew like it was like, all right, I gotta deload, take a, take a step back, reassess and whatnot. So yeah, all right, that's uh that's cool, that's interesting. So you you mentioned the cat and ball there and stress. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes when people are trying to like lose weight or uh, you know just get in shape in general, a lot of people don't consider the hormonal aspect of it mm-hmm. and how much stress they're putting on their body with like a nine to five driving through traffic, not drinking enough water, yeah. their relationships with their, with their, uh, significant other, lots of different factors. So I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more into that and how that affects your training. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just the fact that there's a lot more to like your training and what you're trying to get out of it than just as simple as like, you're just the workouts themselves, and then now, like now, people say, "Oh, it's work. You, uh, it's the workouts you do and the food you eat." You know, like yeah, that's true, but there's actually even more than that, though. It's not just the food and the nutrition; it's also your sleep. Like that's probably like, maybe the next biggest one as well. Um, but stress is also another huge factor. Just like your uh, what you're dealing with at work. You know, if you have things going on, family issues like that, all that uh, psychological stress can you know um, lead to performance. Uh, um, Hinder your performance, you know, for sure, um, as well. So it's a lot more like uh, I'm taking a much more like holistic approach to it, I guess, than just simply just like the lifting and just the eating. Like I'm trying to manage everything else um, as a whole, I guess. Cool. Okay. Um. So what do you feel like is that uh, that lack of I want to say motivation, but just not wanting to work out as much you know what i mean um you think it's just kind of doing the same kind of stuff 
I mean, I like. Again, cause... I don't know. I like the program I had. It was maybe just because I didn't. I wasn't seeing the results anymore on the scale. Like that, that kind of slowed down because my nutrition might have been slacking a little bit. So, like to remedy that, I'm actually gonna get like a uh, uh, a meal prepping cookbook that kind of goes along with Renaissance periodization. I'm gonna get that. And just kind of huh? It's so yeah. Just I'm gonna get into that. Just because I got, I kind of want to get into cooking, and this is it just makes sense to do that. It'll complement it so well. It'll give me something else to do in the day to actually accomplish. Because I suck at cooking, and I know cooking takes a little bit of time. So it'll give me something to do in the day, like yeah, just you know. So I think it'll it'll complement my workouts and my routine during this whole uh, quarantine uh, well. So acquire some new skills. Yeah, give me it'll give me something, little things to shoot for each day, which I'm doing still a little bit. But like I said, those little things would usually go into my my other days when I already had other things going on. So I still feel like I have an excess amount of time where I just feel like I'm wasting time, and I hate wasting time. I guess so I yeah. feel like that's kind of a, it's kind of been a snowball effect in a sense almost. So that's that's a good point you said. It's something to shoot for uh, with um, you know trying to learn how to cook. And it's funny because I actually have a point on here of setting goals. I feel like uh, a lot of people are lacking setting goals in this time, and they're just kind of going from day to day, just the monotony of just Bullshit. not getting out yeah. much. And, you know, you might not have a job or you're working from home. And um, just repetitiveness. Mm -hmm. So how do you go about setting a goal or just having the idea of a goal you know um well i mean it really depends on what the, the top like like your your we'll just take your um your cooking one for example how'd, how'd you come to that decision um i just think it's kind of like the next necessary step you know like it all started with exercising right and then when i exercise my exercise and my programs are on point then it became nutrition and then once my nutrition was fairly on point but then I got to the point where I needed to eat more and more food to keep progressing, and I started getting like tired of the food I was eating, or like it just got hard to like the food that I was eating is hard to eat enough of that food. So I'm looking for more nutrient dense, calorie dense foods that um, that Renaissance Periodization uh, put out that cookbook. So I think that's kind of like the next step, and um, it's a good skill to have. So I think while I have this time, like now, make the most of it now, um, and taking that step back this past week is kind of like give me a clear mind to think about like okay this is this is the answer because i was so yeah. overwhelmed and I, I, like i said i was getting nauseous and whatnot and just feeling like super uneasy to taking the step back and resetting like I, my mind's become a little bit more clear of like what the, what the right direction is to go now so that's yeah. kind of so no so no one was really pushing that toward, no. pushing you towards that that was something that like intrin that intrinsic what i like to call like intrinsic feedback uh that drive within you yeah, uh, intrinsic motivation. Yeah, yeah. Um, self. What is it? Self. Uh, Efficacy. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, self, self-efficacy. It, it takes a part in that because at this point in time, you said you're not very comfortable with uh, nutrition. Yeah. And if if the reason you maybe had not gotten into it earlier is because you lack self-efficacy in True. in in uh cooking so you want to try and avoid it you know yes it's very you know human nature to avoid things you're not good at Sorry. so but what you did there i swear i have some notes somewhere uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i swear i had notes on this one second uh, i have a greater point um self-assessment self-assessment mm where you assess where you're at and um, you notice that nutrition was kind of the limiting factor in your in what you wanted to achieve and you were able to assess that and kind of make a change and uh yeah you did that yeah yeah and now you're trying to increase that self-efficacy and nutrition to help your other goal of lifting weights mm -hmm. and getting exactly. bigger so that's you know that's some high level shit and doesn't like you, you're you're just like yeah I, I did that you know yeah. but like n like um a lot of people just don't have the ability to do that when they, when they run into a, like a goal or um a barrier rather to their goal it's like ah oh, I'm SOL now like I'll just you know stop <laughs> yeah, doing that and kick then, rocks yeah. yeah and then like maybe a couple months later I'll come back to it but you identified the problem took a step back reevaluated and now you're gonna go in a different direction. Yeah. 
which is, you know, something that we take for granted, but, you know, it's some high-level shit, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds good. Hopefully, uh, by the next podcast, yeah. I'll, I'll actually have cooked. Um, yeah, yeah, this you got to follow through on it. This no sounds doubt. good, but I got to make the meals. You feel no like? doubt, no doubt. Fo- yeah. following, following through is really important. Um, you know, I've been really deep in the health coaching kind of hole recently because I'm I just like I just want to learn more about that and improve upon that. And a really important thing that a lot of people don't consider is this concept, uh, the false hope fallacy, where they don't consider how much time and effort and commitment it takes to achieve a new goal. So learning learning how to cook is is quite the endeavor. It's not something that happens overnight. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta understand that it's gonna take some time, some resources. And you know a little bit of frustration and some failure to make yeah. it happen, you know. So, um, yeah, the the what did I just say? The fault, yeah, false host yeah. syndrome, Ten- tendency to un- set unrealistic goals. Very common. So make sure you start off small. You don't have to get all into your. I don't know if you even really written that out, but maybe just you know, shooting for like one one day. A week. Yeah, just starting real real easy. I think it just I'm gonna just like I said get that book. I'm actually gonna do it after this podcast and find what I like and then just produce it on like a you know, make a lot of it. And then when I have a di- when I know I have a day, I'm just gonna be like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do at this time. You know, give myself a block block of time, and this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna knock this out and just give it a shot. You know, and it's not like I need to be like a master chef like within a week. Like this is something that's a lifetime skill. You know, it's kind of like the way the approach I'm taking For like sure. towards like learning the guitar. Like I'm not like. I don't have aspirations of playing in a band or nothing crazy, but like I just, I just always thought like, oh, like that's cool, like you know, playing the guitar is kind of cool. Like I'm just gonna pick that up because like you know, what if one day like I'm old and whatever whatnot, like I was be playing the guitar, like just it's just a cool skill to have, you know. It's like that's kind of the approach I'm taking, like cooking, just a good like life skill to have. Like I don't need to be a chef, but absolutely, you know what I mean. I agree. All right, anything to add to that? I think we're good. I think we're good on that topic. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um. Any, anything else from your life where we can just hop into current events? No, we can just go to current events. Current events. All right. So the first one I want to talk. So obviously, well, we're trying to we're trying to keep the topics primarily fitness related or somewhat related. Um, obviously, a little tough right now because not a lot of fitness related things are going on just because of the lockdown. But that's slowly starting to diminish, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. But the one big one that happened over the quarantine just about a week week and a half ago was. Hathor Bjornsson, he broke the all-time deadlift world record. Did you watch that by any chance? I didn't, but I heard about it. I watched it, and he it was crazy how easily he did it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, when Eddie Hall did it, so if you're not familiar, Eddie Hall broke the record like three, four years ago. He did a 500-kilogram deadlift, which is 1,104 pounds or something <laughs> like that, which is astronomical. That doesn't even make sense. And... He's talked about it. He near, he said he nearly killed himself doing it. I mean, he went temporarily blind. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know. Sick. He went temporarily blind. Um, I mean, he had like just blood pouring out of his uh his uh his nose. I think he even had blood coming out of his eyes. That's tight. That's, that's good. real tight. Real tight. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, just real dedication in the game, right there. Oh, you know. Shit. So I mean, pretty crazy. And then, I mean. You know, a few years later, Thor walks up there, does 501 um, kilograms. And, it, I mean, it looked really t- relatively easy for him. And he was, he was like, taking pictures, posing. He did it in his, in his, his private gym, you know, because commercial gyms are closed. And he couldn't do it in competition. So that was pretty astonishing. And before that, he had talked about doing, I believe, 540 kilograms. It was either 520 or 540. Jeez. And that would have been cool for to see him do that then, but I think he's gonna save that and doing it for like a live event. Mm-hmm. Some people are a little salty about him just beating the record by one kilogram. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it counts, so like it's cool. I mean, he, I feel like he could have done more. Like I feel like it's just like yeah, I feel like it's I almost a little bit of a waste. I, I think like... I think he just did it just to say he did it. Yeah, I guess because yeah. they have a little bit of back, of back um, history, which we'll get into in a second. But, um, yeah, I don't know why people get salty about beating, beating a record by just one kilogram, which is essentially 2.2 pounds um, is a kilogram. 
I mean, I mean, adding two pounds to your max is unbelievably hard. So it's just like I know it's only two more pounds on top of eleven hundred something, but I, I would, you know, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And I remember right before quarantine, Larry Wheels, um, he was in a he was in a what do you call it? Powerlifting powerlifting event. And he did the same thing. He, it was for a total record of squat, deadlift, and, and bench all together. And his total, again, I think it was like one kilogram or maybe in a half a kilogram higher than the original. And people getting salty and being mad that he did it. And I was just like, I just like how, how do you hate on someone that just does something like so ridiculously yeah. crazy and remarkable? It, I mean, it takes months and months to train for that. Yeah, but that's what people do, though, you know? Yeah. So, um, deadlift was looked pretty smooth. And then right after, he called out Eddie Hall to fight, which I think they've... What, what are your thoughts on that? That's hilarious, bro. It is hilarious. These guys are, are fighters now, you know? I mean, I, can't I hope it's to, a one-and-done kind of thing. I can't wait to see the technique on that, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, They're I think it's like... big boys. <laughs> yeah, very big boys, very big boys. I mean, Thor, I think he's like 420, 430 pounds that's that doesn't make sense yeah i mean he nearly had a stroke i mean right or what i mean what what, he's so big like half his face turned off (laughs) (laughs) i don't even i don't even know what he didn't i don't think he had a did he have a stroke i can't remember remember but like half of his face like droops like he has cerebral palsy or something shit but but i think he got it from a stroke like a like a mini stroke i'm almost positive yeah, I can't remember, but um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Uh, that that fight's gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna last about two minutes, and they're gonna get tired of shit, and they're just gonna be swinging for the fences. That's gonna be funny. And basically, it's gonna be a TKO. Whoever just falls over first is my is my is my, yeah. is, my yeah. um, is my uh prediction on that, but. But you know what's interesting enough is Eddie Hall actually has an, has experience with you know endurance athletes in the past. He he used to be a swimmer when he was like a teenager. He was he was like a can you, so he's from England obviously, and he he was like a, a national level swimmer. So just because of that, I might give him an advantage. <laughs> he used to swim back in the day, and swimming is very challenging. Back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, that that uh, muscle memory doesn't work like that. But anyways, so the reason I bring it all up is just, I believe it was just yesterday, they put out a little mini doc about how there was the controversy about the 2017 World's Strongest Man. Um, there, there had been some rumblings about what happened. But essentially there was one event, the Viking Press, where Thor thought he deserved one extra rep but he did this particular thing called double dipping. If you're not familiar with the Viking press, it's essentially kind of like a like a push jerk or a thruster, something like that. And um, you can only bend your knees once at the bottom, and then you press, you lock out, and you're you have to keep your knees locked out when you're locking out your elbows. But uh, he he had his knees slightly bent, and then you can use it as a little bit of momentum at the top to help lock out. So that happened on the last rep. They gave him a no rep. And then there was three before that that they said were should have should have been no reps because they didn't give him the down signal. He wasn't holding at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so they let him slide on three reps. But then the ref was finally like, hey, dude, you, I mean, you did the double dipping, which they said, explicitly said before the event, hey, don't do that shit. Like, there's a whole video. I recommend you look it up. It has, like, a million views at this point. Uh, right before the event, don't do not do that. You have a tendency to do that. Don't do that. They had, like, a whole talk about it. Um, and he was super salty about it because eventually he ended up losing the 2017 World Strongest Man by one point. And Eddie Hall ended up winning it. Retired after that. And he did not win. And I'm just, like... They, I mean, they told you like it really yeah. changed my perspective, of Thor, because I, I appreciate the dude, but like he was just getting so salty about it, and to this day he like thinks that that Eddie cheated him out of a <laughs> world title. It's just like I don't know yeah. your character at that point. It's just like yeah, and 
they even interviewed a few other guys about it and said, yeah, he doesn't have much of a leg to stand on. Like they're very, they're very clear. Not to do yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? I feel like I'm talking too much. Um, You're not as into the world. No, uh, I'm not into strong, it as much. strongman stuff as much as as me. I I really enjoy strongman. I follow it a lot. I like Brian Shaw, Martin Lisi's, um, Robert Oberst. Shout out Riot for Robert Oberst. Uh, deadlifting is not a crime. Uh, yeah. You can literally get fucking thrown in jail right now for deadlifting at a gym. So that's, that's interesting. <laughs> but anyways, that's besides the point. But yeah, I don't know if you have anything to say about that. Not too much, to be honest. I just thought it was crazy. Yeah, it's a current event. I thought I'd cover it. Yeah. Why don't you put it in the comments <laughs> what you think of it? Um, yeah, just it's it's looking tough for Thor. I don't know because it's just like you you just you look kind of you look cover uh, twenty four hour fitness real quick. Yeah, yeah. you look kind of you look kind of salty. So yeah, why don't you tee up the twenty four hour fitness? Go for it. All right. Well, I I heard something about a buddy complaining about twenty four hour fitness is going to do, and then. You just told me right now, like what exactly what they're gonna do? Like they're gonna open for an hour and like let a limited amount of people in. Is there like a number? No number that I've heard of. And then they're gonna close for thirty minutes and then open for an hour again. Well, yeah, and during that during that thirty minutes, they're gonna have their whole staff like go through and clean the whole building for half an hour. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then they're gonna let another batch of people in for an hour. And the good thing about this podcast at this point in time is because we are not we do not make money off of this we cannot get demonetized covid is fake news it's a it's a real virus but yes. you feel me like it's getting blown out of proportion 100 100 so end the lockdown obviously obviously there's people that have died from it and people have gotten very sick but it's primarily older folks. Yeah. Primarily people with underlying health conditions, aka obesity. Yup. People that are unhealthy and catch all kinds of bad exactly. diseases and whatnot. Anyways, so yep. it's just it's just tough, you know. I mean, at this point, I don't want to get too deep in the COVID. It's just whatever at this point. But it's just at this point, it's very obvious. It's a political kind of game. Yeah. And. We don't have to get much more deep into that, but what are, what are your thoughts on them having to do that? I don't think the state of California or the U.S. government is saying you have to do that. You uh, think well, that I I I know what the answer is already, but do you feel like that's overboard? Yeah, I think that's overboard. I think pretty much any other measures is overboard. So that's about how I feel about it. So I'm the type. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't wear a mask when I go out or nothing, so anything's overboarded. What, what do you me. feel like gyms should do? I feel that gyms... Because obviously, you know, we work in a gym. Mm-hmm. That's our kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's all we really care about. Yep. So what, what's your, what do you think? All right. This would be crazy. <laughs> I think gyms should totally reopen, and if you don't want to go, stay home. There you and, go. <laughs> hey, that's facts. That's facts. Um, and if you feel bad about it, and like, all right, build a bridge, you know? Yeah, um, look, that's just you know, and I feel like way for most businesses, America was born on freedom. The, yeah, freedom. <laughs> but 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 the I the what am I trying to say? The freedom of choice, essentially. Yeah. You have you have the choice to choose what you would like to do with your life, as long as it doesn't infringe on other people, mm-hmm. and you're not hurting other people. And it's just like if you're if you're in a high risk category or you're scared about it, you don't want to catch it, don't go out. Yeah. You have that choice. But you also have the choice if you're not in that high risk category and you're not that scared about it, you should also have that choice to go out and live your life. Mm-hmm. So I hundred percent agree with you. I, I'm you know what I'm a little what I'm a little nervous about is I was talking to our boss today, uh, everyone shall remain nameless. But he was saying that we, the why specifically, our branch will go above and beyond whatever regulations there are to make sure people are safe. And that scared me a little bit because I swear to God, if they require people to wear masks in the in the gym, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> I, I won't. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very upset because I, I, have a, I have a I have a real feeling that they'll do that. That is just so unsafe on so many levels to have 
people working out with mask on because it's just like even me just walking around the only time i ever wear a mask is when i'm at work or in a business that requires it and just walking around work i get lightheaded and i get start getting a headache because it's like you're just not getting the proper oxygen yeah. through that mask so it's just it's just kind of silly in my, in my opinion i'll enjoy that if they try doing that just wait I, i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll refuse to work i don't really care and yeah i'll advise highly against it being a fitness professional, I'll, yes. high, I'll advise highly against that because it's extremely unsafe. You're not you're not helping anyone. That'd be crazy if they did that, though. I don't know if they will, but yeah. I have a feeling. Who knows? Um, okay, that's it with that. Next, um, just want to bring up, you put me onto this gentleman, John Meadows, the mm-hmm. mountain dog. He had a heart attack recently, but he seems to be doing better. So that's good. Uh, shout out to him. Um, I, you know, I've just been watching a little bit of his videos, but I know you really like his, like, T-bar row. What is, he calls oh, he, it the Meadows he, row, he right? He the Meadows row. Yeah, you kind of stand perpendicular to the T-bar, and it's a unilateral row. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I really like that. I think I was doing that in the last message cycle, or maybe the one before that, but I really like it. It's a pretty solid exercise. It's a little bit more advanced, though, so, like, but I really like it. You're Did watching he, some of his stuff, though. Too. A little bit here and there. Did he... No, I can't remember. Did he wear? Because he was a bodybuilder. Did he? Did he, did he ever um, win an Olympia? Uh, I don't. I have no idea to be honest. I just think he's kind of like a legend in the industry, though. I don't really know. If he's, he's just a he's just a wholesome guy. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. He, he definitely knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about. He's more like on the gym bro side, but like, I think you can have a little bit of both. Like more on the scientific side, like Jeff Nippard and Jeff Cavalier. Yeah, I wonder if he has any, like, actual, like, formal education. Because some of the stuff, like, he throws out some t- stuff, but he does hit you with, like, there's a lot of gym bro, like, old school stuff. Like, obviously, when he's, like, his videos and whatnot. But, like, sometimes, like, he starts dropping a little bit of, like, actual, like, science and whatnot. And, like, stuff like we went about that... school. And I was like, well, maybe he's just been in the industry, so he learned yeah. something, you know. Yeah, so I mean, he's, exactly... how old is he? Like, at least 50-something. Yeah. So when you've been around for so long, you just, you know, you just... You just learn from people. You yeah. pick up stuff. But I think there's a, a merit to the more scientific way of like Jeff Cavalier or Jeff Nippard. And I think there's more, there's some merit to like just, you know, the pig iron shit. Mm-hmm. Like like yeah. C.T. Fletcher. Shout out C.T. Fletcher. Um, or Mountain Dog. Yeah. Or any of those like old school kind of bodybuilders. I think it also, in a sense, it, whatever allows you to become like, um, passionate about fitness that really helps too like you don't want to be an idiot just slaying weights like a jackass but like if you being a little bit of a gym, jimmy bro kind of gets you like you know pumped up and staying in there and whatnot like that's cool but like i feel like for some people like the understanding like fitness and like the science behind it and exercise physiology and whatnot like that really gets them interested and um and kind of like gets them immersed into the uh, the industry and like the lifestyle as a that, whole yeah that's what got it for me through yeah. on it yeah. you know is just a little bit more of well not not a scientific view but i see more of an unconventional view is on it yeah you know which is kind of what got me into it um with unconventional training with like barbells and kettlebells and battle ropes and whatnot so yeah like like josh said whatever gets you in you know stick it's, it's good yeah yeah but then be open to uh, everything else you know for sure for sure yeah so yeah shout out john meadows all right glad he's doing good Alright, next I want to go over, now this isn't like necessarily, it's current event, but it's not being talked enough, I believe, is the lack of health and wellness info being distributed by government officials in regards to COVID. Like we already talked about, you're more susceptible if you have pre-existing health conditions, primarily obesity. I believe it's like the number one correlation other than age of people that are dying from COVID, at least in New York, I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting that there's a lot of overweight people in New York just because, like, there's so much walking you have to do to get around. Yeah, well, they probably just eat junk food all the time. And too much pizza and uh, yeah. bacon, egg, and cheeses. But, <laughs> uh, shout out bacon, eggs, and cheeses. I eat those every morning. But anyways. bomb right now. <laughs> yeah, fire, fire. Um, but, yeah, um, not to do get too conspiratorial, but what are your thoughts uh, on... <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, I don't want to okay, go too okay. off the... Different podcast. Look right. into it, look into it. But, um, I, yeah, you know. I mean, go for it. I don't know. What? what, what about what? what? Um, just the lack of info being put out by the government on how to really boost your immune system, boost your physical fitness, 
which we know, not just for COVID, but just for any kind of disease, the, the, the better cardio and better immune system and stronger you are, the less susceptible well, you are to many different things. At the end of the day, like, that's because like, that comes down to like the, in, like the individual's choice to choose that lifestyle, you know, and most people are lazy or don't have the motivation. Most well, people in the United States are like obese or tend to be like, yeah, on the heavier side. So like they don't, third. yeah, so they don't, they don't choose that. And so like people want like, like the government or big brother to say like, oh, like we can fix this or we'll do this. We'll take over, like we'll, we'll lock everything down and we'll take care of it. We'll do fix this with our vaccines, this and that. But like, like, like as with like everything like the government does, like it's too slow. It doesn't work. Like it's not the right way of doing things. And like if, if people became accountable for like their own bodies and their own health, then I think we'd be in a much different place with like this virus and like stuff like this. But the most, like the mass population of people, like they're not, they're not, they're not, they don't exercise and they don't know um, a lot of like the, the right protocols behind it. I mean, you don't need to make it super, so, super crazy, but just exercise. But people don't do that, you know? So you're saying it's a systemic issue coming from the top down of government don't – the government doesn't uh, push those things, so then people don't do it. Yeah, I mean I feel like the government could do a better job at like promoting that, but I just also think that's also just like a human nature thing. You know, like I like – I love working out, but like I, I've learned to love like that sucky part, you know, but like I still yeah. recognize that like sometimes it's – it really sucks, you know, but like, I kind of learned to love that. But like human nature is to not to step into that. Where yeah, it sucks to be you. like Jordan to be always talk. Yeah, you know? being comfortable. Jocko talks about that a lot. David Goggins talks about that a lot. Joe talks about that a lot. People like to feel comfortable, and you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Cameron Haynes talks about that. So um, that's just. I'm, but yeah, I mean, that's something you can't teach. That's just you know. Someone has to take it upon for themselves, you know. Like you can't take the pill. You can't just, like that's not a pill you can take. You know? No doubt, no doubt. That's a choice. Do you think if fitness and wellness and whatnot was pushed harder through the government, whether it be federal or state? Uh, well, I mean, I don't think it should really be pushed per se. I think it's like not, I mean, not you, pushed, mean, you mean like just information. Yeah, just, just just information on how to do it because a lot of people don't even know how to do it. Maybe, but I mean, who's to say that like the. Uh, the government could put together like good information because then they fuck up the uh, food pyramid. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's a good point. At the top of the the food pyramid was bread, which is like you know, was it at the top? Well, uh, sorry, at the bottom, which is like, yeah, yeah. At the bottom, which is like where you should, your Eat. base of your nutrition should yeah. be, and at the top was like oils. Yeah. Which you know are important: olive oil, yeah, avocado oil, coconut oil. All those things. Case in point, it was, a little, it was skewed. Like, it wasn't accurate. Yeah. So, um, how about how about this question? You know, big food companies. So, obviously, like, certain kind of food industries are subsidized from the government. We know milk is. We know grain is. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the oil, people that make oil, whatever, is yeah. not subsidized. Do you think if the government was to subsidize and promote a particular fitness-related thing. I don't even know what it would be. Shit. You think, like, some shady shit would go down with that? I don't know. When it comes to the government, I'm the type of thing that shady shit is automatically going to go down for the most part. Or it's just, like, what Joe says, like, um, incompetency. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a lot of that, too. People, like, uh, you know, like, we kind of talk, learn about it, like, in school. Even doctors, like, like, they know medicine, but, like, they don't really know, like, recommendations for exercise that well, you know? Yeah, that's just... Like they're professional. That's just incompetent. Like they're a professional, like getting elected. They, they won the popularity vote or whatever, you Ooh. know. Like politicians. Okay. You know, Sorry, they, they, they know how to play the game because they get elected. And like, I'm not saying like they're all bad this or that, but like when it comes to like particular issues, sometimes they're they're put in charge of it, but they don't really know that much of it themselves, you know. Yeah. Like if they're like the director of or that on the board of like, oh now they have this new title, like they're gonna get a crash course they, and like kind of get learn some basics, around. yeah. I remember so. the craziest thing was, um, well, I remember that um, doctor that was running for president against Trump, uh, Carson. Oh, Ben Carson, yeah, yeah. He's a doctor or whatever, and then he's in the his cabinet, but he's part, he's part of, like, um, housing mm-hmm. or some shit. Yeah. Like, why, 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 do you, why do you have a, a really smart doctor? I don't know what he's the doc- a doctor in. I think he's, like, a nurse fucking... Neuroscience doctor or something. Yeah, whatever it is, a neuroscience doctor, um, in charge of like housing or whatever. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. So that's just that's just like incompetency within the government. Just one. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like 
Ben Carson's a pretty smart guy. Like I don't know. You know but but like how have, have like a guy that does that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. I just want to topic to to say too much on it. You know? Yeah. They're just kind of ideas on free ball and at least related to fitness and whatnot. But yeah. All right. Um, any other information regarding Huddle on this? Well, one thing I will say is with, especially at the beginning of this, no, I say even now, um, with so with so many people having so much more free time, I definitely see a lot more people out and about walking, out and about riding bikes. Oh, was yeah. that during the podcast or before? I when I was ranting about that. I don't know, but I know it's a lot too. I'm but noticing a lot too. With the new with the um with the biking that I've been doing now. I'm newbie to it, but I got pretty good cardio. I used to bike a lot when I was younger. Um, there's so many people out and about on the San Gabriel um, flood channels. It's out of control. So, and my my client that I got my bike from, that I'm borrowing from, he said he won't even go up there anymore. There's too many damn people. He just he just takes the streets because he said that's the only time ever a crash was a pedestrian a pedestrian in the trails or whatever. And um, yeah, that's cool. So, so you know that that is a that is a plus. advantage or a plus to this is that people do have more time and they are taking advantage of that. But I say it has to be more. Yeah, it's, it's definitely you can see a lot more people out and about, but it's it should be a lot more. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because I'm going to the park and playing spike ball a lot, so like playing soccer and whatnot. So I'm seeing like everyone like using the fields and whatnot. It's cool because usually like when I go. You know, guys, we got like just be us or a group. I mean, granted, everyone's like kind of off work, so it makes sense. But like, just to see everyone out and about, like actually using like the parks and whatnot, being outside is, is cool. It's refreshing. Like, yeah, no doubt. All right, cool. So that's it for that. Um, just some minor topics at the end here, but sports, something related to fitness. I've heard that we'll be coming back next. When what am I saying? We're May. Yeah, yeah. June. I've heard sports are coming back in June. Now, we're in California. They're obviously not coming back here. Newsom. Uh, well, actually, um, they might because a lot of the California, a lot of the California um, sports teams, they said, "Oh, we can't play here. We'll go to Arizona. We'll go to Florida. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll play." They're, I think there's a, they're planning to have the football season start in Florida and have damn near every team playing down in Florida in the same stadium mm-hmm. and just um, playing there. Because, I mean, dude, think of how much money the NFL brings in. Yeah, the NFL know? is not going to give up their season. Yeah, yeah. dude. Neither are the cities who have those teams. They're not gonna, you know, yeah, they dude. don't want to. It's either. the same thing like with Elon Musk. He was like, oh, you guys don't want to play ball? Peace out. We'll go yeah. to Nevada. Yeah. And then Newsom was like, oh, wait, no. We want that money, yeah. that tax money. You yeah. Know? So um, I think this is a positive with sports coming back and putting a lot of pressure on. Yeah, that's just what you need to do. On, yeah, you just pressure on them. And it's it'll be a trickle down effect of these giant companies, uh, Tesla, uh, the LA Rams, the LA Chargers, Dodgers. I mean, these huge ass companies that bring in millions and millions of dollars for the state of California and their communities. Um, will be a trickle down effect to eventually come back down. And have smaller businesses open up. So that's a positive. Uh, anything else to add to that? No, just hopefully things start opening up before any more damage happens to the economy and to people's businesses. That's, I mean, yeah, it's good that the you know the sports are opening back up. But I'm talking about also about like the smaller businesses as well. They're the ones that need the yeah, most, really. So hopefully that, that happens soon. You know, it's cool that you know sports and Elon Musk, but you know they ultimately they have so much money they could figure it out. But yeah. um, but it takes them to make it happen, you know. At least I think it does. Yeah. All right, and um, I was gonna bring up the Olympia. I don't know. I don't follow your thoughts. Not too much. No. All right. Well, just the, just so they scheduled it. Or yeah. So um, well, I'll just briefly cover it. So obviously, all body bodybuilding shows have been canceled. But the first one to come back is from what I, from what's been announced so far is the Olympia, and normally it's um kind of in the middle of the year like at the end of summer and you have lots of exhib or not exhibition but just like events because you have to qualify for the olympia but the olympia is like top tier bodybuilding like if you win the olympia you're the shit or the arnold mm-hmm. you know um but the but the olympia is like you know the historic one 
And so normally it's at the end of summer and there's lots of different events that kind of lead up to that. And you have to, you know, accrue so many points to qualify for the Olympia. And so it's cool bodybuilding is not going to completely die and they're going to move to Olympia to December. And um, hopefully that will give them enough time for other shows to add in front of it. So you can have qualifying uh, events to then have a good Olympia mm -hmm. and, you know, see all those massive ass dudes up there kai green familiar kai green yeah he keeps teasing that he's gonna be back he's been retired retired and in, in uh what do you call these uh apostrophes no. no quotations quotations there you go. Yeah, i'm doing quotations you can't even see me um he's been retired um <laughs> damn good thing i didn't major in english bro. damn daniel <laughs> um yeah um He's been saying he's retired, but like he keeps kind of hinting that he'll come back. So it would be cool to see him come back. Um, but you know, people are making the necessary steps yeah. to kind of get back to normal and have events. So that's all really cool. Um, that's Sweet. it for current events, and that's pretty much almost almost uh, almost uh, all I got. I think that's pretty uh, good. For yeah, the, that was for the first like 51 minutes. Official one, yeah. Yeah, we had our event. We had a little update, current events. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. So, I mean, what are we trying to do? Once a week, every other week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We just gotta see when <laughs> new stuff happens. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll try it again in a week or two weeks, but some something at least somewhat regularly. You know? Yeah, we have the setup. So, I think I briefly said at the beginning, but the reason we hadn't been doing it is because we couldn't figure out how to yeah. get it on Spotify. But we figured out we have to switch the audio file to MP3, and then we can put it up there. So we got that now. So we yeah. can we can start really doing these and post them. We'll have more topics to talk about um, pertaining to fitness. We'll have more current events. We'll have updates on our fitness-related stuff. We might even have some uh, some uh, guests. Yes, there we go. Yes, sir. Word. All right, that's it. Well, until next time. Forens Academy, this has been Zach. And Josh. Peace. Out.